back for another episode of Scenarios. Uh, I'm your host, Michael Chilton, and co-host... Jay. Just Jay? Just okay. Jay. Just Jay? <laughs> Is that your internet name, Jay? Just Jay. Just Jay. Just Jay or Jay? Just Jay. Just Jay. Maybe it's a copyright, because Just Jack from Will and Grace. I'm sorry. I've seen Will and Grace, but not enough to, like... I only watched it when it aired. I'm not like a diehard fan. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I what I remember from Will and Grace is just like it being on at, like late at night, mm-hmm. and how they had that late night block. They play like Will and Grace. They play like Family Guy. They play like uh, that's all I can remember. <laughs> to be honest, but I just remember they had stuff like that on. So I just watched it because it was a comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was okay. I just it's. I just, it's, to me, I'm not saying it's not okay, Mm -hmm. it's just, I don't remember it, so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have enough memories about it to actually hold a conversation, even though we have a conversation about it. But you said you wanted to talk not about TV shows, but babies. Yeah, that's the, that's what today's scenario is about, but, I mean, you caught my attention when you said that, and I was just like, what? So, I mean, it threw me off, but, I mean, that's cool. Yeah, today's uh, podcast episode is going to be about babies, just uh, how we feel about them. I think they are very challenging. (laughs) I think babies are challenging too, but I think... They're also fun. They are fun. And, I mean, the things that make babies cool is when it's not your baby, (laughs) so you can... Just mess them up and <laughs> drop them off. Not even mess them up. You just have them for a couple hours, you know. And like, like, like for how I feel about our nephew Khalil, like it's just like we can treat him as if he was our first kid. So we know, oops, <laughs> we do that. And when it comes to our own kid, we would know how to handle it. I believe you called him our tester baby. A tester baby. <laughs> yeah. That's the perfect. Now, if he ever listens to this, like in fifteen years, we love you. <laughs> I mean, we may, didn't do anything bad yet. To be honest, he might not turn out well, so we might not love you. So I guess only time <laughs> will tell. My favorite thing about babies, and I'm going to say like of any species, but I only have like dog, cat, and human, um, <laughs> is watching them discover things for the first time that we just take for granted because it's, it's like nonsense to us in our world. You know, like, for example, like, with when I had Vince when he was a puppy, when I saw him see a balloon for the first time, he acted so strange, and I had no idea why. And then I finally figured out he was watching the balloon move, and I was like, oh, you don't know what a balloon is. Like, you've never seen this. And then for Khalil, it's like, he has a lot of firsts, especially right now. Yeah. Walking, I mean, <laughs> I, I was going to list a bunch, but I can't think of He's not talking yet. He's trying to. But, I mean, he still has first discoveries, like, toys and textures. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean. You're not really it. helping me out there. Well, you were talking. You want me to interrupt you? I'm trying to. Make I'd sure be more comfortable if you did. I was just letting you talk. You, you were you were talking about what you were talking about. So. Mm. Um. I don't know. For me, I, I think it's the same thing. It's it's cool seeing kids, kids, not animals, kids discover um, new things. 
things. I like watching him when uh, we put on certain videos mm-hmm. and how his attention will just go straight to what it is. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll just stop what he's doing just to see what that is. Like, he's risen from a nap when we played a video. Like, it was the funniest thing. The only thing holding him back was gravity. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just, it's cool watching him eat, like, new things. Yeah. Um, I like how babies, like, utilize their hands. Like, they... <laughs> You hate his hands. Well, I mean, I don't like, I don't like, I think baby hands are creepy. Because, <laughs> like, I mean, obviously, they are also trying to discover things. But so, I mean, they're always touching your face or <laughs> trying to touch you in, like, weird places. Right. Like, he touches my feet a lot. Yeah. So, but, I mean, that's just part of the development, I think. I just think that's just them trying to figure out what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I got something that looks like that. But it's just creepy. <laughs> Because they just have this look on their eyes that's just focused. And <laughs> Babies are really hilarious because of how creepy and scary they can be. And what makes it so funny is that you just don't think it's intentional. That's what makes it so funny. But yeah, they can be terrifying. They are terrifying. Like looks and sounds. All sorts. Movements. Like the other day he growled and then flopped himself out of bed during his nap. Did he? Yeah, he didn't wake up though. That was just him. I thought he was awake, but when I picked him up because he was on his face, he was he was still out. Hmm. I don't know. I, I, was I here? You were somewhere else. Oh. Downstairs. <laughs> I missed out on the moment. Yeah. But, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just cool watching just a human being become develop. a human being. Like, yeah, like develop, just becoming. I like their little fingers and toes. So it's, just, it's, it's so interesting, and. It just makes you think about your own development and how you came to be and obviously uh, the experiences that you experienced when you were a kid, which shaped who you are now as an adult. So um, I think it's a little nerve wracking too because, I mean, you have to... You it's a have, whole person. Yeah, it's a whole person. So, I mean, it's just like you're responsible for them. Yeah. Like, you have to make sure they survive, and sometimes they just don't want to survive, like, especially when it comes to feeding. You have to actively, like, keep them alive. Yeah. Which can be exhausting. <laughs> Very exhausting, but... Um, shoot, you said something that I was gonna... Go ahead. I can't remember. I don't... That, I thought... I don't know. I just... I don't know. Babies are cool. A lot of people don't like babies, and you hear a lot of people talk about how, like, I think that's where I was going. I was like, when you said you have to be responsible for babies, I think that's the most underestimated thing about parents. Um, If you're not planning to have a kid, is that nobody, if you're not planning, I don't think any parent who has, I don't know what the safe term is, an accidental pregnancy, um, I don't think they're actually committed or understand the depth of the responsibility. I think that's the biggest thing. I think what you were saying also is one of the scariest things, thinking about yourself, is how do you want to raise that person? You know, you want it to be just like you, you want it to be completely opposite. You want it to be like 50-50. Well, for me is, I, for me, like say we had a kid, like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want him to be exactly like me. I obviously want him to grow, or her, to grow into whoever they are as a person. But I just want to make sure that they're a good person. I know. That's, I'm, I'm hoping that's, that's something that just comes with it. Yeah, that's the only thing. I'm terrified of that. 
But I think with what comes with that is how how we carry ourselves as people. Like, cause I mean, if you notice, babies are always constantly watching. Mm-hmm. They're, they're, they're sponges. To, yeah, they're trying to see like what is it. They're, they mimic your behavior. He might start so, cussing soon, being around you. That's true, but I mean, I think I, I feel like he's pretty cool. He is cool. But I mean, going back to what you're saying about that, I, I feel like there there are a lot of people who do have kids out of uh, wedlock, which I mean, that's not really that big of a deal. I don't think you mean wedlock. No, I do mean that. Oh. Like when they're not married, or there are people who have kids early and I do think there are people who aren't necessarily who don't understand the responsibility but I think there also are those people who can step up who step up and they become a good parent Mm -hmm. I Um, just see more of people not stepping up in our day and age I just think it's a selfish thing because I mean obviously I mean we are if you think about it we are taught about sex, but we're not really taught about sex. They just mm-hmm. say wear condoms if you don't wear condoms. Pregnancy or STDs. They don't right. show you. They don't. They don't tell us like how to raise kids or how to how how to how to uh, develop them. That's true. You have to take like special college courses to learn about child development, which yep. is not required. It's only like if you are doing that major or whatever. But I don't know. It's it's a lot. I find myself exhausted at the end of the days with him. Yeah. But not nearly as much as when he was when we first started watching him. Because like the first week or whatever, first couple times after having him, for so many hours, I was like beat. <laughs> you and I were so exhausted. We fell asleep in our dirty clothes that he wiped food on all day and snot and I was like I'm gonna go home I'm gonna shower I'm gonna do this and that and then I just passed out <laughs> in my crusty clothes <laughs> and I had no shame waking up because I was like I just felt like it's what I needed I still get tired but I feel like I'm growing with him a little bit but his energy is gonna outmatch signs soon I think so too especially as he start but he gets more control over his walking yeah and how to get more he balances when he runs he's gonna be gone we're gonna have to trip him a lot trip him (laughs) we can get him that leash (laughs) nah not a leash leashes i feel like degrading (laughs) yes it's degrading and also i feel like just we didn't have to have leashes i mean our parents had wooden spoons (laughs) i just feel like it's up to you to teach your kid not like that's not okay like you have to knit that like that's one thing about development is just like you have to nip it in the bud right when you see it Mm -hmm. like you can't just like because kids do a lot of funny things Mm -hmm. like un like just naturally and sometimes you just laugh but at the same time it's just like you have to correct that behavior Mm -hmm. like right away like you don't not being mean and like yelling at the kid because i think that's just another yeah it gets misunderstood too yeah yeah it's just a negative thing you just got to show them like what they're doing is not okay like you can't you can't run away from me in the store like yeah so yeah that really terrifies me like oh i want to tell a story but i was like with someone and their kid was just like running down the aisles and I was awkwardly like jogging after them because the parent wasn't and I just felt responsible and like they were laughing at me like you're so funny for chasing him down was like what (laughs) you don't watch things like 
You gotta tell me who this person is after the podcast. Okay. I mean, I don't have any real hate against them. It's just that experience, because you brought it up, that experience shocked me, because I was just like, I was running him down, because he, I did not like him being, he was an aisle's length away from the parent. Really? Yeah. And I was doing this awkward run as an adult in the store, and I probably look like I'm a bad parent who can't control the kid, but really, I'm just this outsider. <laughs> You're just concerned. Yeah, because I was like, how do you... Was this a was this a, a female friend? Yes. Well, the reason why I asked you was just like, did you say anything to her? Like, did you ask her, hey, why um, they She just told me that her, her and her husband just let him do that. But why? I guess it's like an expression of independence. At that age, though? I don't know. It's not something I think I agree on. And then you watch really terrifying videos of people who literally will jump across, like, tables to try to snatch a little girl. And I've seen videos of parents in the checkout line who have their kids in the cart and somebody just comes and takes them or tries to take them. You even see those videos where animals take kids. Yeah, but you said we couldn't talk about animals, so I'm not going to talk about animals. Um, But it's just you see that stuff. And I know you can't live in fear, but you kind of have to live with the realization of that's the world. Well, in my... Because I just feel like that is silly to to try to show that kid independence like in an environment like that. Like I can see if like you're at your house, okay the kid can be in a room by himself or maybe he goes over to his friend's house or something like that but it's just like kids don't have any sense they they don't have any sense of danger like there's just i'm not just worried about kidnappers i'm worried about them running into a street and getting Mm -hmm. hit by a car i'm worried about like that's yeah exactly there's just so many there's so many i'm not i'm not trying to say i'm fearful like i'm gonna be like oh 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 oh," Mm -hmm. like crazy but it's just like you should have a sense of take some pride in raising your kid don't fucking let them be assholes i think something else that's very underrated or underestimated is i think a lot of parents don't discipline early and you know i didn't read any of the books before all the mommy army comes but i don't think it's ever too early to start teaching them like no or bad no touch or stuff like that i think you should start that almost immediately when when they can roll over when they can crawl because that's when they're going to start touching stuff like i think a lot of parents don't want to teach big things like walking in the store or walking on the sidewalk or touching adults electronics or other things that can be that can be controlled as a a very young kid, you know, because I mean, like Khalil, you could tell he's almost one, but months ago we started telling him no because he started crawling and trying to walk and standing and he would look at us. So I know he was kind of registering. He might not know what the word means, but he was definitely, something was clicking there. He was touching. We said no, and he moved his hand. He could hear it, like, in our tone of voice. Well, I feel like he was just like, wait, What's... my mom doesn't tell me no. <laughs> like, when I'm at home, I could just touch this remote. I think I that's getting stronger as he gets older, but yeah. I'm saying, like, I'm trying to say, like, when he was young, he could still be taught that. Yeah, and I yeah. don't think parents start young. I think they wait until they're way too old, like, two, three, four, five. So you're talking about discipline, like, do you believe in, like, what's, 
when you when you have your own kid like what is the best form of discipline do you believe in like a balance between like talking to the kid and spankings or or do you think spankings or like what what it, what would you do um so i kind of just go off of like what my mom has told me i just i kind of follow her she's my little guru um the best something she told me because i was telling her about an experience about like how i was just so mad one day with khalil that i just shut down like i just didn't want anything to do with them you could watch them and she goes that's the best thing you can do sometimes when you're so angry is just remove yourself because otherwise you might hit harder than you mean to or when they get older you're gonna say something that you don't mean which we do as adults so I was just like good because I felt guilty for checking out for like an hour but when she told me that I was like yeah that makes sense because I was pissed (laughs) he was like throwing crazy tantrums about being fed and that just it, it boiled me because he wasn't eating and it's like you can't you can't not eat you know, we're not being villains. It's not like I'm punishing him for spilling milk, <laughs> you know. This was something I thought was very important and worrisome was he was not eating. But, so, um, I think when they're little, they're going to learn from tone and physical. You can start with words, for sure, so they can start getting the association. As they get older, like toddler, I think you should focus heavily on words so that they can start developing those things um, like understanding and sympathy and ownership and stuff like that but I also I'm not against spanking I've never spanked anyone else's kid um, I mean I don't have kids so I, I don't know if that makes sense like I've I've got their hands like I've got Khalil's hands you've gotten his hands mm-hmm. but it definitely doesn't hurt and it's just enough to let them know like hey I didn't like that maybe it's because I touched this and it's just like yeah and we give him a lot we we use our words we say no at least three times which is a little too much and then if he does it he gets a little smack on the hands if he goes for it again I think we either we either tap or we remove him and he usually realizes he's mad when he gets removed that's true so yeah, I just think I think it's kind of an equal balance. I think it just depends with age. But I definitely think neither is more important than the other. I agree. I guess the only negative... Well, I think it's a negative if you value one more than the other. Right. Because too much violence, obvious. Too much words, they become bratty-ass kids. Right, because there's, they know they, there's no, no consequence. Exactly. They just, they're just going to, okay, they're going to talk to me for an hour. I think, yeah, I think it should be like 50-50, and then as you get to know your kid, you kind of range it like, okay, they need a little bit more words than this. Or maybe they need stuff taken from them and less talking because they're just hearing my words and not caring, so I'm going to show them what this means. Like, I think that. Were you a bad kid? I mean, my mom calls us all brats, (laughs) but I don't think so. I mean, I have no bad memories, and... All my family, like, nobody says anything ill. Like, I don't have any major things that happen. Um, I know you feel like you've had more... Oh, I was a bad kid. ...rememberable incidents. I don't have any rememberable incidences. I think I just was a kid. You know, I cried. I I probably threw... I threw tantrums for sure. Um, My parents treated me like an inmate. (laughs) They would lock me in my room with nothing... They would literally take beds and clothes and toys and all that out of there. 
I would they never would, take a bed. I would take toys. They would uh, have me have scheduled food for me <laughs> under the door. Yeah, I had to. I, I made my own prison food from out, <laughs> out of the stuff. That's where you started eating carpet carpet food. Carpet, yeah. Carp, you had to hide from. it in the fuzzies. <laughs> I did it in the fuzzies. Um. So yeah, I do think about that. I think about like if we had babies, I'm terrified. I tell you that. Because we are really different in past and present. Um, I think we're good about coming together for deep things. But I think little things come up more often than deep things. I think that's true too. But I think that's just part of like um, balancing our relationship. Like I just feel like we're going to clash. And I feel like because of my experiences, I'm going to do things a certain way. And because of your experiences, you're going to do things a certain way. But it's just like... It's just like when you're cooking food, like you just, you have it, you just have a slab of meat, you just trim the fat. Every time you see something that doesn't work, you just trim it. I've never heard that metaphor. <laughs> I just made it up, to be honest. Oh. I thought it was going to be... I was like, wow, I've never... <laughs> I was I... visualizing like a salami or pepperoni. <laughs> well, but it makes sense, right? Yeah. Like what I'm saying, it just, that's just how I feel, because it's just like, we're obviously going to do things that going to upset one another like the best thing that I can do which has happened yeah exactly okay (laughs) (laughs) the best thing I can do and the best thing you can do is just like oh okay I gotta I have to learn from this experience like what I did didn't make her upset why did it make her upset now is it is it worth my time and effort to change it or am I gonna just keep continuing the same behavior which will ultimately affect the relationship in a positive or a negative way Mm -hmm. so I mean, that's just up to the individual and how you feel. I think something important is learning to be a team and respecting your teammate. You know, going off of, like, the team metaphor, which I'll say I feel like you have a hard time accepting and respecting, like, because we butt heads so much. So that is one of the hardest things, because, like, even with Khalil, like, he was throwing his food on the floor, I was like, okay, you're all done. I took away his food. He walks right over to Mike, and Mike gives him a bite of his food. And I got mad, and Mike's like, well, it's just potato, because he didn't see. I was like, he just threw his potatoes on the floor. Like, Well, see, I didn't see that. I know. If I would have saw him do that, I would have not have given yeah. him the potatoes. But it's just, he... I just thought he wanted some of my food. So I was just <laughs> like, sure, I'd rather give him some of my food than him take it by force because that's usually what he tries to do. Yeah, I'm never letting a kid just take it. And it's just crazy because, like, he's not our kid, but we see him enough that we try to teach him things. Yeah. But then he goes back home to his his mother, and it's just like, things are just completely different because we don't know how she uh oh i've seen him changing like three months ago if we told him no i didn't have to say it more than like three times he'd be done well he does that he throws tantrums yes so now three months fast forward he's ignoring no he looks at me but he's not registering it like he was three months ago and he's ignoring me so i've seen him quickly change with the discipline well, he's starting to do, he's, he is testing us. Mm-hmm. I do notice that, like, especially when he does that thing where he falls on the ground <laughs> and his head, like, buried into the floor, but then he'll look to see how we're responding to it, which that is... He's cr- so fucking cute. It's cute, <laughs> but at the same time, it's bratty, and you got we got to nip that behavior in the bud. We got to mm-hmm. let him, we just got to ignore it. 
I feel like that's hard for you is ignoring. Yeah, it is hard for me to. Because you literally stare him down when he's screaming and crying. We'll put him in his walker when he's like in a timeout, and you just stare at him. You have the most intense eye contact with this top, this inf- I don't know what he is, baby. And I'm just like, Mike, quit looking. Because he literally, you know how babies, they, they cry and then they stop to look to see if you're paying attention. Well, Mike thinks he should just stare right at him. And I'm like, no, you got to ignore him because he's feeding off of your attention. No, I'm sure I'm, I'm asserting my dominance. But he, no, that's not how it works, though. That's how it works in your brain, but not for him. He's literally getting what he wants when you think you're doing something different. I can see that. That makes sense. <laughs> it's awkward when you just stare him down when he screams. <laughs> Is it awkward for you? It's awkward, awkward for me. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think it's awkward for I'm people. like, who the f- who watches somebody, <laughs> like, melt down? Okay. And then you know how he, I read, like, some tricks, you know, you whisper to make them stop so they can hear your voice, and we don't even have to whisper, he just, if we just kind of turn our backs, he screams, he screams, and then he'll go, <sighs> What's on TV? And he goes, all right. Ah! <laughs> and he just goes right back. I swear he takes breaks to check on what we're watching. And then he goes right back. He wakes up from his naps with a, a stiff cry because he fell asleep in the middle of a cry. And you always say, like, oh, he forgot what he was doing. <laughs> He's just, he refuses to be happy sometimes. <laughs> I think that's just babies in general. So, yeah, it's challenging already. I, I didn't know it started that early with yeah. the discipline. Not the discipline, with the the tantrums and stuff. I thought it was too early for him to be doing tantrums. Well, I just noticed if you pay attention, because mm-hmm. like how you say, like, if you pay attention to what they're doing, you start to see that. So it's just like, oh, oh, okay, he's bad. <laughs> or, okay, he's, oh, oh, oh. I'm going to internalize that and use that against you. <laughs> But, I don't know, it's just, I, I like it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's, uh, it's just cool to see, like, another extension of your family. Like, it's just, like, another, like, you're, you're, another chapter. Like, this mm-hmm. is, this is the next version of you. It's a lot of feelings for yeah. me. Not necessarily you, but, like, yeah. your, your legacy, your family's legacy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. It's just so much. It's fun. It's scary. I, I don't underestimate how scary it can be sometimes yeah. um like hearing him choke was always terrifying but that's normal <laughs> for you know babies with certain things because they have to learn to cough and they have to learn to do those things right i just chalk it up to natural selection right you have to actually like force them to swallow sometimes by rubbing their throat and it's like what that's not just human instinct <laughs> just sometimes i'll just watch him while he's choking i'm just like no (laughs) i he's choked on a puff and i immediately like flipped him around upside down and i started doing on his back and i flipped him back and he just kind of looked at me like what are you doing i'm eating and i was like but you coughed (laughs) and i was like no more and i didn't give him to him until like a month later when he was more age appropriate Mm -hmm. just didn't like it i don't like it it's terrifying um his injuries, holy cow. Yeah. Holy cow. Super prone to injuries. <laughs> super prone and super resilient. Yeah. Well, it's because especially now that he's learning to walk and kind oh of my balance gosh, himself. Yeah. Like, I especially mean, when he's tired. <laughs> yeah, like he's, he falls down a lot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
you want to be there and help him and pick him up or be behind him kind of like a kid mm-hmm. on a bike but at the same time you know like you can't do that because if you do that you're gonna fuck up his development mm-hmm. you so, gotta be there for the big boo-boos but yeah not like, ever. i mean sometimes like and because this is how i feel like sometimes like especially when he's doing something bad or when he's just walking sometimes you just gotta let him get hurt and that's the scariest thing <sighs> i know that you don't agree with that but i feel like sometimes <laughs> to you, an extent well i think i think pain is a very good teacher mm-hmm. and i'm not saying for like to to like use that at, like to like be be an asshole mm-hmm. obviously i'm just saying for example you are downstairs and he there's an oven if he touches it well we're not gonna let hot. him do that I, I, know, I know i'm just using that as an example he touches it ow it's hot Mm -hmm. and it's just like that's gonna register in his brain like oh shit this is hot i should not i probably shouldn't touch that that's that's all i'm saying or if he's doing something in an area where he's not supposed to be Mm -hmm. and he's climbing on something and he falls down and he hits his head and just like ouch oh shit i probably shouldn't do that Mm -hmm. so i feel i agree more with the second than the first part i think the first part you just have to restrict more until he's older to where you can explain hey this is what happens this is why you can't be i just think there's certain things where it's like i don't need him to get a burn until until he's like old like five or up i think is enough to where he can learn like hot you don't go near it you're never near it and then if he does go after it after that i mean i'm not saying that he should get a burn i'm just saying he should he's gonna feel it and he that he's gonna oh, i don't like that yeah that's i'm just saying because you can't you can i think you can only do so much it's just like how people say like how do you describe the color red to a blind person you can't <laughs> you can't you can you can tell if a kid's never experienced something that was super hot mm-hmm. they're not gonna know until they have that experience i've seen him eat something that's too hot and i mean, to be honest he's a machine he eats things that are super hot. i've never seen him i don't see him show fear i to be honest i think we might well so i've made him a sweet potato yeah. and he reached for it before it was done cooling and he took a little piece because i had it cooling on the thing and he like put it in his mouth and what he does is he goes and then he spits it out like he you should i mean it's like it's scary it's kind of cute and kind of funny but and i was just like oh here's some juice <laughs> And I was like, but you didn't wait. <laughs> so I'm also afraid, though, with food that he's going to, like, get an aversion because it burned him. Aversion? What does that mean? Where he won't want it. Oh. Like, if somebody gets sick on a roller coaster because they ate a chili dog, they're never going to want a chili dog again. They have an aversion to it. Well, I think that's up to us. Like, we got to show him, like, hey, sometimes bad things are going to happen to you when yeah. you go out into the it's world. It's just hard when he things. can't talk. Well, yeah, it's hard for him now, but I'm just saying, like, that's just up to, like I said, it's up to us to just be like, just because something bad happened this time doesn't mean bad things are going to happen yeah, all the time. that's the hardest thing. Right, it's just like, you, you just got to teach him, like, hey, don't, just, don't give up. Yeah. Just try, just try it again. And he's like, he's a giver-upper. <laughs> well, I think that's just because uh, he's around a bunch of giver-uppers, <laughs> and that's what he sees. And, I mean, that's, 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 I mean, if you think about me personally... Which I feel like I'm not gonna even talk about that. Let's just okay (laughs) babies, but I don't know. I just think I would like to do this again, like after we have a baby, because I feel like (laughs) 
awkward because <laughs> I feel like, um, you know, people with kids can easily just be like, what the fuck do they know? You know, because sure. when you have a kid, apparently it can make people become a big dick and a big bitch because they just feel like they have the best calling card in the world where they can use it however they want. And they just think they're automatically a good parent because they have a kid. Um, Sounds like you're talking about somebody personal. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of a lot of people, like, through, like, high school, like, all of this stuff. Um, that's what's sad, but uh, you, you lost me. <laughs> See, I agree with you and I disagree with you because I feel like uh, your points are valid. Like, it's just, like, if somebody doesn't have a kid, then it's just, like, who the fuck are you to tell me how to raise a kid? Right. But at the same time, if somebody who doesn't have a kid is around kids or they take like for example us mm -hmm. we don't have kids but we're around Khalil our nephew enough to know how to raise raise a kid okay yeah that's so it's question. just like I feel like our points are valid mm -hmm. they like, just don't want to hear it because right. they got that card right I'm not gonna ever go up to a mom just like hey you should probably do this like that's that's obviously dickish I have interjected and it's it's uncomfortable right and I I like right from the upfront I'm just like hey I know this is going to be misconstrued by you, not my intentions, like, I try to ignore it, but they 100% interfered in my line of what I'm doing, and I'm like, so, like, in my instance, I'm talking about a kid and a dog that we know, and I was just like, hey, um, you probably should go get your kid, because the dog has ripped my shirt as an adult from jumping on me. And I was like, those claws are going to hurt. Right. And then my res the response I was given was, oh, it's okay. The dog's scared of her. And I was like, okay, okay. bye. Yeah. I gave my two cents. Right. I did what I felt obligated to do. I didn't want to overstep. It was uncomfortable for me to even say that, but I just felt like I had to say something. Which I feel like that is perfectly fine. You you saw something. You say your concern. It's up to that person to right. interpret what you said. And obviously they didn't receive it well so it's just like okay I try, you try yeah like, I have no guilt like if you kept pushing and like no 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 this is what I think you should do like that's where it becomes pretentious yeah but I think if anybody was to ever come up and say something it's just like okay you can and it's just you can't you can't control how people are going to take in information some, yeah and some people are just so blind to advice and help the worst thing I because you're talking about these parents these non good for nothing parents the worst, <laughs> the worst thing I guess my, in my opinion that I hate is when they use their kid as a crutch for how they live their lives it's that card yeah it, that's that's the worst type of parent I think because that that shows your kid that they can just get away they they're not accountable for their actions they can just blame uh, what they're doing on something else. Right, because they spit out the kid and they think they have all this, uh, what's the word, all this, like, <sighs> damn it, Mike, <laughs> what's the word? <laughs> they have all of this knowledge. confidence that's like, that's not the right word, but I'm just irritated. Like knowledge? Why are you irritated? Because you didn't know. Because I couldn't think of the right word. I was going to say liability, but I'm also drinking, so sorry. I get it. Like, I get what you're they saying. They think just because they had a kid that they're just good. Right. And it's like... Like, I'm a single mom. I know what I'm doing. I don't need nobody's Single moms help. is a whole other podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, it means some offense and some non, but... Yeah. So, what? I don't know. I just don't think... 
I'm I'm personally terrified of pregnancy just with the physical changes. So I'm not trying to be cruel there. And I know when, pregnancy and birth, I don't even think you can say that's half of it because it's literally the beginning. Raising a kid for the next statistically 18 years if they leave and do everything how U.S. says to do it, you know, that's the hardest shit part. And I don't think anybody, because everyone's like, I'm pregnant, pay attention to me, give me gifts, ooh me, ooh me. Hey, ex-boyfriend, aren't you jealous? Look at my new person. Butt pick, butt pick. And then <laughs> and then it's like you don't even pay attention to the product. Yeah. You just worked so hard. Quotes. You worked so hard preparing it, cooking it, presenting it, and then you just gave up on it. Well, I just think that's, that's effects of social media because, I mean, people like the... People Gloat. like when they get likes. Yeah. So I mean, a, a kid, a, a kid is a sure fate, surefire way to get likes mm-hmm. because I mean that's just that appeals to people's emotional uh, senses. So I mean, yeah, I do agree with you. I don't. I I I feel like if you're a parent and you want to post ki- uh, pictures of your child on mm-hmm. social media, go ahead and do that. Like I mean, I have no problem against it. But Stop like, being shitty. Yeah, if you're but if you're a shitty parent and we can literally see like in the picture that there's danger. Uh, that really yeah the confidence of some people but I don't want to get too far off um I think personally if I had a kid I'd probably post on social media I can't say exactly what I'm gonna do right now I would say I think I would like just do occasional things just because I'm like this kid's cute as fuck like hey, let's get some confidence up in here. You know, I know you're completely against that, but I just, I don't know if I'm going to, like, restrict views to just family. I don't know if I'm going to make it public. I don't know anything about that yet, but I can't say I'm not going to post, like, a picture or video every once in a while. Because it's just your, it's your person. It's your little person. I think I'll just do it how they did it in the old days. I'll just take pictures and get... Go get them developed? (laughs) No, just take pictures and just keep them to myself or just, like, record stuff and just keep it to myself like i don't there's no reason for me to show them off to other people so maybe that's just like my generational flaw i just feel like if you want to see my kid then come and see him call me by appointment not by appointment (laughs) just well yeah i guess just just say hey can i see your kid yeah sure maybe just depends on who you are well it just depends on who you are well let me ask you this then let me piggyback if you never i got two questions so you're never gonna post about your kid never ever how would you feel about the mother of your child posting my first question and then second question when you give that kid to whomever you said could have them for the day what if they post the kid how do you feel about those two scenarios so for the mother of my child uh, I mean that's up to her and if I think that she's just doing it just to generate likes and followers, then I'm going to say something to her about it. But, I mean, if she's generally happy, she's just like, I'm proud of this mm-hmm. thing I created. Because some people, you just you just kind of believe. Like, they just... I know it's hard to believe with social media today and internet, but I don't know. I think it's just a person-by-person thing. It is definitely a person-by-person, but I... Just in my opinion... And I'll say that again, just in my opinion, mommy, just from looking, just seeing how people do things. It's not, it's not 
it's not pure it's it's not pure it's just it's just like hey look what look what i did like this is my thing like like it let me i'm gonna feel that rush of endorphins when i see 150 people like my stuff but also i'm negative so believe what you want yes I just, I don't know. I just feel, I just, I just like the, those private moments, like. I definitely want, like, a photo book for me. Sure, that's fine. And There just might be something that's so hilarious or so cute that I just want to be like, hey. I mean, like, what, something that your mom did, like, where she had made, like, coasters and she may have, like, (laughs) silly hats or clothing, like, that's fine. I'll do something. She has badges. I'll do something like that. Really? Or like where she dressed you guys up in all those old like old timey photos, old timey photos that are creepy yet cute, or where she has those pictures of your like brothers as like play playmates, <laughs> playboys. Yeah, that that's weird. But at the same time, at the time like, it wasn't. <laughs> um, I don't know. That's it's it's whatever. I mean, yeah, it's pre. But I just think babies are cute. I think they're important. I don't know what I meant by that, but I think... You think all babies are cute? No. I will say that. Confidently. Yeah, I will say that confidently. Some of your babies are ugly, and you guys need to hear that. But, I mean... Now, can you objectively step away and be like, that's just me being petty, blah, 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 or do you think you are very unbiased... Yeah, ugly. No, okay, so if I had a kid and they were ugly, <laughs> I'm not going to say it to them, but I'm going to go to the person I had a kid with and I'm like, hey, we fucked up. <laughs> like, we, we have to figure out how to not do this again. They're going to change so much, though. He's just like, we literally created a monster. <laughs> like, if it's, if they're, I, I'll, I'll be honest, like, I mean, some people are generally ugly, but, I mean, I don't think I'll have well as your mom says this family doesn't have ugly babies i was like damn (laughs) what a statement (laughs) you couldn't argue with her because i mean right now the only baby is the little khalil and it's like that supports her statement and then you also can't argue because it's just like it just would be nonsense to argue with her over that it's true but the confidence. <laughs> My mom does have a lot of confidence. I don't know if it's false confidence or if it's just she's just she's just a confident lady. She believes she's she's she believes in herself. I don't know. I do see babies from. I think all newborn babies. I wouldn't say, and I'm not a mother, so I maybe it's a mother thing. I don't think they're beautiful, you know? Maybe that's just because I don't have the process of the whole pregnancy birth thing, and that's what makes it beautiful. I think they all kind of look alike. They're squishy. They got, like, closed eyes, squinty eyes. Sometimes they have a whole mess of hair. Sometimes they're bald for months. You know, they're just... Some of them are, like, creepily big. (laughs) And some are really, really tiny. I don't think... However, I don't think they're ugly. I just, I don't think I would put on a, oh, you're so gorgeous. I'd say the first two weeks of the baby's life, they, they, they have, it's all about their personality. Like, <laughs> well, they, they just sleep and poop and eat. Right. It's, they, in the looks departments, they are definitely lacking. But I think, 
after that, that's when they start coming into their looks, and you're like, oh, okay, I see. I see mm-hmm. it. But, yeah, I don't know, babies are cool. It is also interesting and cool how, like, genetics work, and because, like, he's probably not gonna... I mean, I think it's a fact that babies, most babies don't, they look like their baby self, if you know them well, but they change so much right. from, like, 0 to 18. Yeah. So, it's crazy. Because it's literally two people's DNA mixing to create a new person, so, I mean, they're going to have features of both parents, which is going to which is going to make them uniquely be different. I think... Which is crazy because then they, when they grow up, they're going to have kids with another person and their DNA is going to mix and that kid's going to look slightly different. Then the world turns. Yeah. <laughs> what? Really? Shut up. <laughs> that was me smacking Julian. Yeah, right. <laughs> and the podcast is over. <laughs> All right. I guess bye. Yeah, I guess that was a good way to end it. Uh, domestic violence. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. He's going to get his when the camera's off. Mm. (laughs)